Have you ever taken a walk and had your attention caught by something? Anything. A sprawling plant. A rickety old house. Even the people you pass on the path. And wondered about the stories that must just be waiting to unfold? If so, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Uncharted Geography, where we map the world one conversation at a time. Our mission is to help people explore, impact, and be in awe of the world, and to see how geography as a discipline can get us there. We have a special treat today. We have Anna Connolly here in the studio talking with us about what geography is in the first place and why it matters. Welcome to the show, Anna. So glad you could join us. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Um, Well, one thing I want to open up this show with for all of our guests is a pretty simple question. What is one of the most special places in the world to you? It's a really good question. It's actually quite a hard question, I think. Um, My immediate answer is my parents' house. But maybe that's really boring because it's just where I grew up. And so... Not at all. (laughs) Why? um, You're right. I think it's a simple but hard question. What makes that a place that's special to you? What is it about that place? I think it's memories and it's people. And so, like, where I have a very close family, so growing up, um, I had a lot of time with my family and with my extended family in that house. Um, and for the same reason, there's another house in our family. It's actually my great auntie's house that also comes to mind when I think of the most special place to me um, for very similar reasons. Um, but that particular house has been in our family for over 100 years now. So wow. I think it feels like a lot of family history and memory there as well cool Mm. Uh, since this is the first episode of the podcast i guess i'll answer it as well yes please one of my favorite places in the world is a place called devil's lake in wisconsin i grew up in madison and about an 45 minutes north of there is this really interesting glacial formation um essentially the glaciers from ten thousand years ago pushed this ice over the landscape and it stopped right at devil's lake and so you have this huge, they're, they're bluffs, right? So you got two sides on either side of the lake. There's like these 500 foot, you know, 150 meter tall kind of bluffs. And they just consist of these giant boulders stacked on top of each other. And it's, I grew up going there as a kid, which is the other half of why it's, that's really why it's so special to me. But it also is this very unique place. And it holds a lot of my childhood memories. And my grandfather grew up going there too. Mm-hmm. So it also has that kind of family history um as well but i just yeah i guess i like the amount of stories that go into that and how many there are it's also some of the best rock climbing in the midwest Mm. um which i wish i had more experience in but that would be i think that's a special place in the world to me and uh, i've really enjoyed going back there over the years i love that that's like a personal place because you've grown up and have your own memories but it's also a kind of feature of nature plus a very geographic feature yeah yeah well, I thought it would also be great if we could talk about a, a little bit about your journey in geography, what questions or interests led you, led you to study. And the reason I'm, you know, you're the guest is not just because we're good friends, but also because we're both geography nerds and we love to mm-hmm. learn about this. And uh, yet I know our journeys have some differences too. So could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So it's a question that takes some thinking about because it was a long time ago when I decided to when I first made a decision to actively study geography I think is when I decided to study it at university Um, and that feels like quite a long time ago now but I was trying to think why I did that and 
when I was making a decision about what to study at university, my priorities were something I was really going to enjoy and probably also something that I felt like I was good at. So I had a decent chance of doing well. Mm. Um, and I just really loved geography. And then I was thinking, okay, why? What, what in my probably I'd say teenage years made me really, really hooked me onto it. Um, and it was definitely the human side of geography um, as in this, the academic subject of geography rather than life geography, which I suppose is something different. Um, and it was, there are a few things. One I really remember from when I was quite young was studying some of the banana trade wars in the Caribbean and mm. how it affected, it was actually the US and the UK um, and how certain tariffs we were trying not to, the UK was trying not to, put tariffs on former colonies but I think the US were quite anti that and I just remember learning about this in geography as a teenager and it was such it was so out of my area of understanding you know I'd never been to the Caribbean and it was something completely new but equally they you know our teacher was saying this affects you when you buy a banana in the supermarket this is something you know you should think about where does that come from why is that there um absolutely yeah, yeah. that really struck me I remember um, Those are one of the coolest questions I think that geography has to offer in my mind too, is taking like one object that everyone takes for granted and unpacking it into this global nuanced story that has connections in so many different areas. And then there were some bits that were more close to home. So we, I remember doing a study in, I think probably we were about 15 or 16 at the time. And we were studying the impact of a new out-of-town shopping centre that they built on our local town. And so we went to the shopping centre to kind of interview people. And it was just interesting speaking to people about it and why the shopping habits had been that way, why they chose to shop there. And then we went to the local town, counted how many stores were left empty and um, spoke to people shopping there and looked at some of the amenities and it that was again something that just felt very real and it was the impact of a planning decision on people and i think mm. it's that what really is is about both of those things is the impact or the relationship maybe between people and spaces and places that really fascinates me um another purpose of this show is to try and help people understand what geography is. Uh, but the irony there is that I find that geographers themselves often <laughs> don't really know the answer to that question or have a difficult time describing. And to, to be frank, that's actually one thing that led me into geography is that I knew I could study so many different things through geography. And I think that's it's very interdisciplinary. Mm -hmm. The geography department at my university, um, you could walk down a hallway and look at one person who's studying agriculture in Costa Rica and in the same hallway would be somebody studying unemployment in India. And in the same hallway would be somebody who was analyzing um, ice cores from Antarctica and what that meant about the environment and climate change. Like just so broad and vast. And I loved that. Like it felt very electric to be able to have all those conversations in the same place, in mm -hmm. the same study, the same discipline. Um, but I think that does come at a bit of a cost because people have difficulty describing what it is. Um, so yeah, again, just to repeat the question, I guess, how would you define geography? Um, I also really agree with you about that point because I'm really indecisive and I remember being more indecisive as a teenager. And um, one 
thing I really liked about geography is that, yeah, everyone is so different and there are so many different paths you can go down within one major. What is geography? I also remember studying a whole module at university on what is geography. <laughs> so nice. even after we'd already all decided to be geography students, they decided we didn't know enough what geography was that we should probably study that. <laughs> um, I think it's uh, such a huge discipline it is really hard to define I think for me the most important bit is what I already mentioned which is the relations between people and the spaces and places they're Mm. in but even that is so vague um and you've already mentioned kind of like geology climate sustainable development traditional human geography geology all as parts of I think that's actually quite a concise way to put it though yeah the Mm. relationship between people and the places they are and and what they're doing in those places that that's one of the better definitions I've heard from people about what geography is, <laughs> including geographers' descriptions. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> I remember I was in um, a capstone project my senior year, and there was this one student, my professor asked that question, because we were kind of trying to start from the ground up for this big geography project and research, and one student just popped this out, but he said, geography is the why of where, mm. and... I would just like that. And I think that goes into the relationships that you're describing is it's about what's happening all over the world. And that does, that is very vague and it is almost cheating. It's almost (laughs) too broad for one discipline to be able to claim that. Um, But I also think it's one thing that's really exciting about what geography is and what geographers do. I'm curious to know a little bit more about, and I don't know if you would know the answer to this, but a European perspective on geography versus in the States, in the States, most people assume that geography is memorizing cities and countries. I don't know if that's also true in Europe, but I also know that the discipline of geography is less common, especially at the university level. I think some students take geography courses in high school and middle school, but it's a little bit of like the black sheep of social studies. Mm. And not a lot of people are very familiar with even learning geography. Like I never took a geography class in my K through 12 education. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I did learn some geography in social studies so I guess in middle school you get into it a little bit but um most people don't really know what it is and yeah it just kind of feels like you're memorizing capitals or something like that (laughs) um so I think in the states maybe it's it's lost a little bit of the tradition that has gone into it I'm really curious coming from the UK if there are I don't know if, if there is a common understanding of what geography is if and across the whole population or if you think it seems a little bit different how it's taught at the university level. Yeah, that's so interesting. Um, I think there's definitely the perception that if you study geography, you are learning capital cities and or colouring in maps all day. So there were a lot of jokes when I told people I was studying geography that I could obviously colour in the lines really, really well. And really, really neatly. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, I also think almost everyone I know of studied geography up until year eight or nine which I guess is up to middle school um ish in the US so when you before you start to make choices about which subjects you're going to narrow down to I think geography and history are kind of the common social sciences um that you study in the UK I think that's quite normal um so in my school everyone did geography up until year nine and then you could choose from there on whether you wanted to carry on or not And even then, I'd say a fair few number, like quite a decent number of my friends, for example, still studied geography up until they were 16. 
Um, and then, of course, the numbers start dropping off. Did they just choose that as opposed to, like, history class or something? Yeah. I think it was quite common for people to to study geography at school. Mm. So maybe that's different. Um, but I think the understanding of what it is at university is is quite different. Maybe because it's so hard to define and because it's so interdisciplinary that, as you said, even geographers can't define geography. So maybe the general population don't have a chance. Yeah. And I, I've heard that geography in Europe, I don't know if this is true, is a little bit more, and this might be the continent, Europe, not UK, mm. but I've heard that it's a little bit more just like a general social sciences degree. I went to uh, quite a good geography department, um, but it was pretty rare for people to study geography. Mm. It'll be interesting to look up the statistics for that, actually. Like mm. how many places or what percentage of students choose to study yeah. geography. To tack in a different direction, I, I wonder if you feel like geography has taught you to see the world differently or that your understanding of the world has changed because of your training in geography? Um, I think it definitely has. I think probably if you asked anyone that's chosen to go to university and studied a particular subject in depth, it will probably have changed the way they see the world. But I think the way geography has changed the way I see the world is that a lot of what you study is about, kind of what I mentioned earlier, places or people that maybe you haven't come across or cultures that you don't know much about. And so I think it does widen your worldview um, because you are, you're focusing on people and place. And so I, I focused on human geography quite quickly when I got to university. I realized that much as I liked being in the physical environment, I wasn't very good at memorizing the names of all the scientific, <laughs> um, like, the, like the end of glaciers and things like that. Um, so that I steered towards human geography. Um, but yeah, so I, like, I did a module on um, HIV AIDS in sub-Saharan Africa and the impact it had. And I did a module on um, colonial and imperial geography and how that impacted the world. And so, and I never studied history really after the age of about 14. So that added some, to me, there was quite a lot of new information there. Um, and so I think it raised my awareness of other cultures. It made me love traveling more. I think it made me realize more about inequality and how people come from different places and face different challenges um and I think it also actually the first time I ever I don't know if you can say lived overseas because it was six weeks which is quite a short time but um was for researching my dissertation so it kind of also gave me that seed of wanting to not just travel for holiday but maybe like spend a bit more time in places mm. and get to know them so it's definitely impacted my life yeah yeah I I would definitely agree with that. I know part of me has always been a geographer, mm -hmm. so to speak, because I've always been super keen to learn about different cultures. Mm -hmm. But I really think that learning about it as a discipline helped me approach the world differently. And a metaphor that I really like for how geography continues to shape my life too is, so I was in Toronto's um, art museum over spring break uh, when I was in uni and I remember they had this audio clip about how to look at a painting. And there was this painting that looked like a barcode. And you look at something like that and you just think automatically, like, I see what it is, moving on. But this audio guy told me like, you don't really see a painting until you've looked at it for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Something along those lines where you need to be able to look at the nuance, you need to be able to look at it from different scales, like up close and far back um, to look at 
not just colors, but contrasts and lines and blurs and all these different elements. And not until that moment have you really understood a painting or gotten to, I think they use the phrase to get to know a painting. Mm -hmm. And that is actually a lot how I think about geography. Geography is all about how you see the world around you. And again, if you look at a single object or a landscape or a cityscape, whatever it might be, looking at it, but are you really seeing it? Are you actually taking in all the layers of information that are present and available to you, but that do take time and require concentration and observation and reflection? And I I think that's something that just feels the most rich about geography to me. And what makes me want to continue to learn about it is you don't know until you really stop and look and pay attention to what's happening around you, Mm -hmm. which to me feels like a universal lesson for everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think everybody should understand some things about geography, whether or not they're nerds about it. (laughs) Um, Because there are, everybody would benefit from slowing down for a moment to stop and look at what is happening around you, particularly with spaces and people and the relationship between that. I love that. That's almost like looking at the whole of life, like a piece of art or a painting. Mm. That's very, very beautiful. <laughs> I think the more I focus on that, the, the better my life will become. Mm-hmm. Are there any other things that you think people would benefit from in taking some time to learn about geography? Yeah, I think I, I really like what you said about the taking the time to look at the space and place around you and the people in it. And I think part of kind of what I was focusing on, I guess, is learning about people that are different to you. And I think the more we try to understand others, the more we can live compassionately and be kind of better citizens of the world, um, to coin a very well used phrase at the moment um but genuinely I think it can it can help generate empathy um and so learning it through a discipline is one way to do it it's definitely not the only way but I think geography is a good discipline to learn about that and to take what from you from what you were saying to pay attention to the world around you and care enough to try to change it for the better to, to take one modern example climate change feels quite an obvious one and I know parts of geography go into sustainable development and I think learning about the impact of people on places, so like the way we impact our planet, if people look at it from a geographical, from a geography perspective, I think it could give people the inspiration or the drive to have a positive impact on the world around them. And that includes people and the places, I think. How do you see geography continuing to be a part of your life and um, maybe shaping your future or our future as a as a human community? Mm, good question. By studying a subject that you love or that you like or that you're nerds about, however you want to call it, I think both of us probably fall into that category. I think it hopefully inspires a lifelong want to keep learning. And then specifically geography, I think the way we interact with the world around us and whether that is taking the time to notice or to continually want to find out more about places you haven't been or don't know much about and kind of educate yourself in that way can only be a positive thing. And I hope to keep doing that and keep growing in that. And obviously 
traveling in the world we've been in the last couple of years has been much more tricky but as the world does open up um I definitely intend to keep learning more about different cultures different places um and the people there yeah yeah I definitely think that it is something that can continue to make you question the world and your place in it Mm. and how you're path is unfolding for your personal life but also just how you're contributing I find it scary how easy it is to get sucked into whatever bubble you're in Mm -hmm. you know knowing the same people doing the same job watching the same shows whatever it is but it's it's very easy to forget and that's an interesting thing for me is since graduating and thinking about many of the things I've had in geography um, in my education how easy it is to forget about them and just get comfortable. Mm. And I think geography as a discipline uh, I hope to carry in my life much further because it pushes me to consider the world around me. It pushes me to stop and really look and not be disillusioned by um, whatever immediate environment I have, understanding other environments that also exist and other issues, Mm -hmm. um, other opportunities for learning. Yeah, really agree with that. Well, to start wrapping up our conversation, I guess uh, I'm curious if you, if there's anything else you wish people knew about geography or about um, any of the topics that we've touched on. <laughs> they should know that it's not just learning by rote names of capital cities or coloring in maps, <laughs> but you do sometimes do a bit of both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you need some of that groundwork in order um, to take off. Yeah. No, I think, um, and we, you know, maps is something we haven't really touched on, but the way we've mapped the world um, historically has been really Eurocentric, actually. And maybe that's something that, you know, the difference between um, Europe and the States, I'm not sure. But the impact of that on the way we view the world is one part of geography and coming into like modern technology and GIS and the way we use that is, I guess, the fact that geography is so multidisciplined and interdisciplinary so that people could know that studying geography is quite freeing. And if you're not a geographer, but you are a mathematician or a linguist or a scientist, that working with geography can actually be really helpful. Mm. I think that's quite a, a good takeaway. Yeah, not everybody has to be a geographer for it to be valuable and uh, Mm. something that can contribute excellent well anna thank you so much for your time and joining me on the show thank you for having me it's been really fun (laughs) it's been lovely hopefully uh, we can bring you back on again sometime sounds great (laughs) that's the show thank you so much for tuning in with us today a special thanks again to anna Connolly for taking the time to join us this week We have an exciting list of upcoming guests who will take us across the map of geography and the world, so stay tuned. I also want to give a quick shout-out to the University of Wisconsin-Madison Geography Department and all the faculty and staff who made my time there so special. You shape my mind in so many ways. Uncharted Geography is an educational resource designed to help our global community learn about the world and its activities. It is hosted, recorded, mixed, and produced by John McHugh.